that. Look at that. Look at that. I just hit the start button again. Um, hmm. Let's see. Oh, yes. It is 8.19 p.m. Dang it. Notifications. Uh, it is 8.19 p.m. on Sunday, September 18th. Therefore, it's been like six days since the last one. Uh, the update since then. <sighs> Let me think. You know what? Excuse the chair noises. Ah, and the ah, stretching and groaning noises. Uh, I'm old. Uh, like, I'm an adult now. So, yeah, now I have to complain about being old legally. There was a contract. I didn't realize it, but I'm not allowed to actually tell people under the age of 18 about that. So, if you're 17 and under, like, yeah, no. You heard nothing. Uh, I hate myself. No, I don't. But my humor can get annoying, even to me sometimes. Anywho, uh, the 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 weekly update. Let's see. Uh, running, running's been decent. On Friday, I ran five miles, and just over like it was like forty minutes, thirty something seconds. So it was like an, just over an eight minute pace. So it wasn't bad. Um, the main, I, I more learned from it than I than I did. Um, get any actual physical benefit i mean i got plenty of physical benefit my heart rate was lower in comparison to what it was when i first started back to running so therefore cardiovascular system you know is uh, looking great but um uh it was about the three and three quarters mark I'm sitting there thinking to myself i'm tired you know I, I was running a little bit faster in the beginning i think i was doing like a 745 pace so I'm sitting there, I'm chugging along. I get to about three and a quarter mile. I'm sitting there, like, oh, my body hurts. Hey, boo hoo hoo. You know, my calves hurt. It's hard to breathe. My throat's dry. You know what? I'll just. I, I'm almost to the four mile mark. If I feel, if I feel like I can do the fifth mile when I get to the four mile mark, then then I'll do it. And if I can't, I'll just stop there and call it a day. And I got about to like. The 3.8 mark, so like, I don't know, another 100 feet. Well, I guess like 250 feet. Um, I was like, you know what? That that's that kind of defeats the purpose. The, the purpose is to, uh, you know, get better even when you don't feel like it. Like, I mean, why would I? <laughs> what kind of endurance is it to, like, stop because I feel like it? And why are you going to go run and try and get better if you're just going to stop when you get uncomfortable? And that was kind of... The thought process and i was like you know what it's gonna suck but we're just gonna keep on going because i'm not a little girl uh, no offense to any little girls out there i'm just saying personally it, i'm not a little girl metaphorically i'm pretty sure there are plenty of little girls that can run five miles uh anywho aside from sarcastic comments and jokes uh let's see what else oh yes uh today today was church um, I've been going to my grandparents' Sunday school the past two Sundays, and it's a lot better than the youth, uh, for the main reason that there's, like, five more people in there, and there's only, like, two people in the Dagum youth, because, uh, church has had some issues within the past few years with, uh, lack of a pastor, um, and there's a big, like, embezzling, uh, issue with the bookkeeper and stuff i might have talked about this last week i feel like i did but i've been going to my grandparents sunday school class and i think i'm better 
challenged in there than with the kids. Not to say that I'm better than all the people my age, but uh, I don't know. I always seem to like be the only person like talking and giving comments anyways when I'm in a class with people my age. Uh, so it, it was better discussion uh, with the older people, which I, I think I'm actually pretty good at holding discussion once I'm comfortable around people or just have a consistent topic to talk about. So yeah, yeah let me yawn. <sighs> anyway, it's like I said, it's getting later. And as the old man that I am, the, old, or the older you get, the earlier in the day becomes like midnight so like midnight for me used to be 12 o'clock now it's like 10 30 <laughs> um not really but i'm trying to get a better sleep schedule um okay so yeah i did that then during the church service we've actually just got a new pastor last sunday everybody voted uh every member of the church voted well everyone voted yes in the church out of like 200, no, maybe it was 100 people. I forget what the number was. But the only, there was one person that voted no. And it was this little six or seven year old girl who voted no on her ballot. And her reason was because he sang too loud, which um, I thought was hilarious. And it, a perfect reason. I mean, she's a member of the church. She gets the vote. That's how it works. Um so yeah, it, it was it was kind of funny, but you know, 99.99% of the votes were yes. Um, I also voted yes, he's a really good guy. Uh, I'm not going to give his name just because uh, we were talking about how, uh, after the, after or right before we voted, we were talking about uh, in service, how we were going to let him sort of let his church know about the whole situation, how he's been accepted, and how... Um, I'm losing my train of thought. I just got a phone call and I declined it. Anywho, oh, how it, it was sort of just respectful to let him do it before we went around blabbing our mouths. Uh, so yeah, anywho, and yes, I know this is a podcast of people that probably won't even know the name of the pastor, but anywho, um, oh, I got a yacht at it. <sighs> this is a slow episode. Hmm. Anywho, 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 I was doing like sound recording and stuff in the sound booth today with my grandfather because the normal sound people were on vacation and the secondary person was sick. So yeah, that was kind of fun. I got to count attendance with this little like clicker, like the ones they use at like uh, the, uh, theme parks and stuff where they, they like, you know, they click it as you go in, like just to count you. I, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, That was... The first part of the day. Anywho, the subject of today, um, I don't really have a title. Uh, like, how would I just, I don't have a catchy title. Like last last week, it was the American dream and why you shouldn't live it. Or, well, you know, if you want to live it, it's your thing. But, um, bum, 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 bum. Basically, it's the, I don't know how to base this. I guess it's emotions, but like male emotions, but not just male emotions, but like, yeah, no, it's basically male emotions. We'll just keep it at that. That's, that's simple enough. Anywho, the, the inspiration, I already had the inspiration because 
why not? But the, the main reason I wanted to do this tonight was because I was watching TV the other night. Okay, I was watching TV the other night. And as most people know, the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth II, uh, previous, or recently died. Um, therefore, making her son King Charles, well, she made him King Charles because she died. Anywho, I was watching Fox News, and by watching Fox News, I mean I was doing a 1,000-piece puzzle while Fox News played on the background, and my grandparents were watching, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, another part of being old like me, you have to watch the news more, uh, or else you, you lose your old person card, and man, I can't miss those uh, early bird discounts. So, anywho... I was, you know, I was listening to the news and I judged the TV. I don't watch TV. I judge TV. I'm like an old man. I, anything, anything that happens, especially on the Hallmark channel, which is like my grandma's favorite channel, me and my grandfather have memed and made fun of that. Like ever since I got here, man, it's, it's hilarious. Um, we, we tend to make fun of, and now we actually do this a lot, but there's always the scene at the end of the movie where the girl and the guy, they end, you know, and they like kiss or something at the end, but it's like in a random place. Like they'll be on the corner of a street, just having a conversation. And then they kiss at the end around no one that they know. And everybody around them would just start like clapping, you know, just like uncontrollably just. And you're sitting there questioning like, why in the world are you clapping? You don't know them. Yeah, they, yeah, they live happily ever after. But like, you, you don't. It's just random people. People do that all the time. Well, we all went to Lowe's, and my grandparents started walking out of the store. They were a little bit behind me, and I turned around, I saw them holding hands, and I just started clapping. Like, and they, they, it took a second to set, but they were like, "Oh, I see what he's doing." So they kissed, and I just, oh, I just kept clapping and clapping. I was like, "Yep, that's a hallmark moment." But uh, yeah, now pretty much any time I see a couple holding hands or doing any kind of PDA, I just sit there and I'll like clap quietly just so it's not like weird or draw attention, but everybody who gets the joke gets the joke. Anywho, um, the Hallmark Channel is not what I was meaning to talk about, but Fox News. Well, after Fox News, there's this TV show that comes on. Not really a TV show. It's like a, I don't know. It's. It's almost like a bunch of hippie or hipster, like liberal. I don't know if they're liberal, but like a bunch of people come on. It's like a talk show amongst a bunch of co-workers almost is what it seems like. Um, well, they were talking about this one part where King Charles, I guess, he was signing something and the pen he had had run out of ink or like the ink had like bled out onto him. Oh, shoot. I burped. Um. Pardon me, but uh, he started getting frustrated and flustered. He sort of like tossed the pen, uh, pen down and sort of got up and was irritated and was mumbling to himself. Well, um, the caption that they had when playing this part of the of this like video um, after he, you know, this is after he become king. They were like King Charles, more like King Baby or something like that, King Crybaby, and typically I would you know diss an, a, a full-grown man for being you know like whining or getting irritated and well no I probably wouldn't I, there's typically a reason behind it but if if you're just whining over something like that for no reason and you don't have any kind of circumstances going on I may question 
Anywho, um, under the circumstances that his 96-year-old mother, who had ruled over, or not necessarily ruled, but was the monarch of uh, for the past 70 years over uh, the United Kingdom, just died, you know, your mother just died. I can see how things like that could frustrate you because you're grieving. Like, this was two or three days after his mother died. And you're sitting there thinking, like, why in the world are they making fun of this guy for, you know, getting frustrated and, like, memeing him? And it, it was a consistent thing. Like, everybody all over the news just started, like, talking about it. And I, I've, it, it, well, it didn't take a while to hit me, but I was like, oh, yeah, it's a grown man showing emotion. I forgot we're not allowed to do that. Sorry, my bad. Anywho, um, personally, uh, this is where the whole topic of the men's emotion came to mind. It was, okay, so what, what, why? Why do we make men's emotions like this big meme? Like, I remember uh, there's there's a popular meme format of Will Smith crying, like sort of teary-eyed or whatever. And I found out that that meme format is actually a picture from a news interview when he found out his wife, uh, you know, G.I. Jane or whatever, or no, Jada, Jada Smith, yeah, was, when he like found out she was cheating on him and stuff, and there's another one of Michael Jordan, I, I don't really know the context, but like, you, you kind of see the, the trend of, oh, men showing emotion, okay, let's make it a meme, meme him, meme him, he's, he's a grown man, and he's showing emotion, bad, and, um, <sighs> everybody's probably heard the term boys don't cry or men don't cry. And typically I'm probably someone that's more in that range of like men should be men and masculine, but I'm definitely not like anti men or like male, uh, emotion. So, um, personally, I don't like to cry, uh, not around people. I don't like to vent quote unquote, or like share my emotions. Per, that's that's just me personally. It doesn't ever make me feel better. I don't really like to be like I guess vulnerable around people. I'm I'm more like a not men don't cry. I'm more just Jacob doesn't cry. I don't really like the thought of me you know getting emotional over that in circumstances unless it's I mean like I think there's been like once or twice within the past five years where I've like legitimately cried and multiple and I, I won't go into detail of them but most multiple of them were like events where I'm pretty sure most people would be kind of mentally out of you know it meant just sort of mentally out of it and crying would be seen as acceptable amongst most people um even if you are anti uh masculine emotion or something like that but no I, I do think men should be able to like cry it, unfortunately it's like it's portrayed the same way that the mcu portrays hulk it's oh we're going to uh you know put the hulk in and we'll we don't like actually show his true strength or anything but we'll have a bunch of people beat him up just to give the benchmark of how strong someone is it's like oh we won't allow men to show emotion in like basic events but uh we'll have this one scene where a man cries just to show you how horrible it is because men shouldn't cry or whatever well um that sort of goes on to bring me the idea of men versus women and i don't mean that in like 
who's better or whatever, but just sort of the, the ideas of emotions and situations behind people. Because I know, uh, especially in the feminist movement, you have a lot of people um, talking about just how hard women have it and, oh, the patriarchy and all that horrible stuff. Uh, and, you know, like rape and, uh, I don't know, sexual assault, being catcalled, etc. And as a man, I've probably, well, no, I think I actually have been catcalled before. And uh, I probably just ignored it or laughed it off. It, but for me, it had been a lot more of like a confidence boost. Like, heck yeah, these people, they see, they, they see me, they think masculine man. I'm a, I'm a tough dude. Of course I'm going to be catcalled. Not really. Um, That's a lot different from like the where it's a woman where, you know, you have a bunch of guys and it's, like dark and you're in a big city and you're being catcalled, that's probably a lot more uncomfortable because women are a lot more vulnerable in the physical sense. Like I have a lot less of a chance of being raped, sexually assaulted, uh, attacked in the same situation as a female because I'm, you know, obviously a stronger than a female. Um, B, uh, it, most people that are going to be the perpetrator of the you know rape sexual assault etc are also going to be men um and see well there really isn't see it, it's more just the fact that i'm as a man i'm built to take on physical threats whereas women are a lot more in the emotional department so i would probably have harder times dealing with some emotions whereas women could uh easily handle it so you know if you have three guys if it's me and three of my buddies i'm not gonna really feel all that you know unsafe like you could throw me out in the middle of the dark woods and yeah no i think we could handle ourselves whereas <laughs> if you uh if you told us to talk about our feelings uh it, it would probably be a lot harder than if you had a group of women sort of going around talking about ourselves just because that's that's how we're built you know it's the masculine the feminine like ways you have to sort of bring balance balance to each of the genders and you know one handles one and the other handles the other and then you know, combined, it, it sort of kind of um, shows like the the versatility because you know you can't not one thing can't have, uh, cover all. You have to have like multiple working parts, sort of the same way. Like you can't walk on your eyes, but your feet can't see. You have to have like multiple to be able to cover them, and you can't really judge one's ability to do something or one. You can't judge somebody off of their inability to do something when they're not built to do it. It's like giving an elephant, um, a horse, a monkey, and a fish uh, the same test, saying, oh, all of you have to climb a tree, and whoever does it the slowest is the, you know, like the most unuseful, like, you know, they're, they're useless in comparison to the person that climbs it the fastest. And then saying, oh, well, they all have the same test, so it was you know, fair, because we, we gave them the same thing. And that's kind of the way the school system is, if you think about it. It's just like, oh, make everybody uh, a quote-unquote equal um, by, you know, like brainwashing them into thinking that they're an idiot because they can't do something someone else can. Yeah. And I think that's like, I don't know who's really the person that's like started it, besides, I guess, you'd, I'd say just sin and the devil. But like the issue is, oh, you're a man. Well, you have to, you know, you, you aren't supposed to cry. We're going to give you the label that you're supposed to be tough. And yes, I think men are supposed to be tough. They're supposed to be leaders. Uh, 
you know, taking the role of masculinity is a big thing. And I know that as of right now, there's a big, uh, like go around of, oh, masculinity is toxic. Men should be weak and submissive and blah, 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 blah. And that's why I've deleted social media because I was tired of seeing stupid stuff like that. Um, and then, and I get that, uh, men can definitely be, uh, crap people at sometimes trying to finagle with random stuff in my bed. Sorry. But, um, like, uh, lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. I know like men can definitely be just total pieces of garbage. Sometimes I would can very much tell you that, um, especially in the like relationship department. Um, so advice to women, a, uh, be patient, be, be able to, <laughs> to uh, discern what a good man from a bad man is. And um, there isn't really a scene, but um, the, the biggest issue I think, and it's a proven issue is the lack of fatherhood uh, in a child's life that can lead to just so many issues and it doesn't get any better. Um, I grew up with a, a very amazing father um, who's had many struggles and I've had many struggles and our relationship has had struggled and we've uh, been able to get a lot better from when we first started, but, um, he's done very well as a father in the sense that he didn't have a father who was around. His father was abusive and left and was divorced and was horrible to him and his mom. And, um, therefore, you know, giving that context, I think he's an even better father than your average father who could do the same as him, but under the better circumstances of growing up with a, a good father. And he definitely had a lot of father figures, um, growing up. Um, but yeah, no, having like an actual father around you is definitely very important and will affect your life later on. Uh, well, just later on. So, um, that's, that's honestly the big issue is that we're taking masculinity and warping it to say that it's some bad thing and pointing out all the negatives that it could bring, you know, like, oh, women only make like 78 cents to the man's dollar. Uh, and we take statistics like those that are actually like flawed because it's like, oh yeah, it's because these men work a totally different job and do totally more dangerous stuff and stuff that women like are proven unable to do. And that doesn't make them worthless. Like I said, you can't judge a fish's ability or a fish off its ability to climb a tree. Um, it's just somewhere that we are like genetically, um, designed to do. That's something that a man should do. You know, you, if you put a man and a woman up against each other in a hundred yard dash, obviously, uh, the man is more likely to win if they're of the same athletic status in their, uh, prospective sport, because uh, that's just how a man is. He's meant to be more physically tough where as a woman, probably could like i don't know helps on how do how do i say this like i don't uh how do i say this in like a non-sarcastic and condescending way because this is something i more joke about than actually talk about seriously but like um if i ever got my like knee scraped as a kid off my bike i wouldn't go and tell my dad because he'd be like okay toughen up uh and 
whereas he was probably true. I didn't need to go like over exaggerate it. If I was looking for someone to like comfort me and be my mom, or if my dad was ever like deployed somewhere and I missed my dad from like the ages of five to 10, you know, I, I would have been around my mom a lot more because as a woman, you, you are able to like handle emotions better and on a lot bigger range than men can. Uh, a, because we're told that we're to toughen up and not show emotions and B, uh, it, that is sort of exaggerating on the already fact that men aren't necessarily built to handle emotions the same way, uh, where we have like a different way to outlet them. And it, it's just sort of goes off of each person's function from there. Um, so there's that. Um, if there's one thing I dislike about men, it's their pride. I feel men can get a lot more prideful than women. Um, in general, and it's because life has like become this big contest of you know who can be the most masculine or who can like do the best in a certain thing. Uh, well, I think the main thing right now. Oh, you know what? This brings me to a great topic: uh, the whole sleeping around kind of thing. Okay, so personally, I'm a Christian, and I don't think anyone should be sleeping around with multiple people, uh, especially if you're not married. So. Uh, but in society's standards, uh, if a woman goes around and sleeps with a bunch of men, she's labeled with like ridicule and a lot of dirty comments and stuff. But if a man does it with a bunch of women, he's like, oh yeah, he's a stud. He's uh, the best out there. He, you know, he can pull any woman he wants, yada, yada, yada. And he's like pra praised and hailed as a hero. Um, and whereas, no, I disagree. I think that that's just a very uh, shallow thing to do, and you shouldn't uh, do that whatsoever. Um, people have a point to a degree, and that's in the sense that, uh, and I kind of agree with this, but not really. This is still more of a societal standard. Yes, I'm messing with my microphone, so if this is like messing with anybody's audio, I'm sorry. I'm OCDing over here. But um, uh, in the sense that, like, when like okay so if there's a prom going on right you're at your high school you're a man uh versus the woman uh the woman the girl the teenage girl she's not going around asking a guy for to like go to prom like uh, like statistically or not statistically but uh, traditionally traditionally a girl isn't going to go to ask a guy to prom it's going to be the other way around typically the man asks the girl for marriage uh the the guy like it's almost like the woman is a prize to a degree there's probably something in song of Solomon that talks about this you know the Proverbs 31 woman yeah her uh anywho um i'm losing my train of thought i'm tired uh it's almost nine o'clock anywho so like and i do agree with this to a degree it's like the woman is the treasure and typically it's like guys are competing for them uh, whereas it's not really the other way around where women are competing for men. So like typically a woman who's just giving herself around to a bunch of men, it's like almost like, you know, I said she's the prize. Well, if everybody gets the prize and it's a participation trophy and I'm not really going to stay on that subject because because it's I don't agree that um, anybody should be uh, treated derogatory or as a hero sleeping around with people i think that it should be encouraged that they should oh, excuse me um i think it should be heavily encouraged that you shouldn't and uh, 
they should the people that do should be rebuked but um typically if you know a man can get multiple women well that means he's getting multiple prizes and the harder it is for uh someone to get a female the higher prize she's kind of rewarded and once again i don't a, I don't really ever find physical attraction within a, a female, which is kind of odd. Like, yes, I can I can call a girl pretty, and it, I see it as a compliment, but I can also call, like, a guy handsome. Like, yes, you can be good-looking, but that has never really been something that just attracted me. I'm more attracted to, like, uh, your sense of humor, your relatability, um, obviously, like, your love for Christ, um, and just sort of how you act, kindness. You know, I don't want someone that looks amazing but like it's going to treat me like crap versus someone that you know most people would see is like on the uglier end of things and is nicer to me like and shows me respect and stuff i'm like i would treasure that person a million times more uh than the person that's going to treat me as if i'm useless and below them uh but may look physically more attractive um that being said um yeah, I, I don't think that anybody should be going around sleeping, but that's that's kind of, uh, I think, the debate for all the people that continuously ask why men are seen that way versus women. Uh, and I think I've explained myself and shouldn't really need to go into any further detail uh, to explain my point. So there's that, um, which brings me to point number three or like four or five, I, I really don't know. I just go down rabbit holes under the conversation that I have uh, with myself, but out loud and thinking out loud. So like Ed Sheeran, basically. Anywho, uh, oh yes, why I am uncomfortable around uh, most females. And this is typically just with most females that I don't know, especially if I'm alone with them or just in the general vicinity uh, without like supervision. And that's because... Uh, Nowadays, it's very, it's, well, it's becoming more common to accuse men of, you know, rape or sexual assault, and they are very quickly and very easily, you know, taken into custody, or maybe not taken into custody, but their record is severely blemished, even if it is very obvious that they didn't do it, it it's just automatically assume that the man is the bad guy nowadays and this is kind of one of the things and i'm not like trying to claim victimhood or anything over it but it's kind of like a one of those things where men don't really have the privilege of just being able to say oh no i didn't do that and then everybody's like oh okay but like if a woman's like oh yeah that guy that guy right up there he raped me you know i can guarantee i'd probably be one of the First people, I heard one of my like, female friends tell me like, oh yeah, so-and-so did something. I would definitely be the person possibly jumping the gun, uh, especially if it were like my sister saying that like a boy touched her in a wrong way or hit her or something like that. You know, it, you may or may not just uh, be limp on the floor by the time I'm finished with you. But um, it's because we're, it, men have somehow, well, it, not somehow it's sort of kind of easily uh seen because like men are the typical people that are uh in the perpetrator position instead of the victim position when it comes to rape and yes men can be raped but like i said it's a lot easier to do it vice versa than it is to you know manhandle a man anywho um from there my point is uh especially when i'm like going to any of my sisters, like, 
sport events or cousins because um, all my cousins are female. I, I don't ever really like to watch the sport just because I feel like I'll have assumptions made of me like, oh, you know, he uh, he's a boy. He, he probably thinking dirty thing. Oh, look at him. He's probably watching those girls with weird, bad intentions. And it, 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 I probably think about it more than other people. And it's an OCD thing where it's just like makes you uncomfortable because it feels like it could be risky to be um, uh, like now a now grown man or not grown, but an adult man um around like uh just any female really that i don't know and don't you know i don't trust uh whatsoever it, so i am very watchful of my back and that's one of the things where you know if a female was alone with a man um she might have the thought of oh no he might do something to me but like in a group of you know in a big group of people no one's gonna assume like if you know so i were to say that you know a female raped me no one's gonna believe that as easily as if it were vice versa um that and even if it was i would be more you know ridiculed for the incident happening because i'm a man or i would be like you know yeah it would really just be downgrade or disgrace you know i would be uh not disgraced but uh you know, I, I'd be insulted. I, I I would have a blemish on my record for the fact that I would be able to allow something like that to happen. And like I said, it's not as likely any means. And um, I don't think it ever would happen. But, you know, it, it just it's kind of sucks because it's a double standard. Uh, and whereas, you know, statistically, uh, there's more of a chance. But people just sort of assume that the chance is zero just because one happens more than the other. No one gives any attention to one of the subjects more than the other, just because it doesn't benefit them um, or their ways. I'm more talking about society. Society has picked its enemies and it is uh, very good at trying to uh, destroy people, especially in the moral and mental sense. So uh, from there, I would like to talk about my thought on rapist pedophiles, uh, any kind of perverted uh, adult like that, especially men. Um, I asked this question a few times, and that was like, I, I'll ask uh, like more of my closer friends, like, hey, if I was ever in the position where, you know, one of my siblings or like uh, sisters or something like that was like, you know, it you know what I mean, like, uh, put in a certain situation, would, would I like even would if, if I like called you up and told you, Hey, I need to, uh, help dispose of a body. Would you be willing to help me? And listen? and that's sort of kind of where I know if someone's a friend or not is by their answer. And, um, I, I feel like it's not something I ask like every day to people. Uh, but you know, me and multiple of my friends have the belief that, you know, if, if I had a, a child, you know, if I had a son or a daughter and there was a pedophile that had done something to them, I can pretty much guarantee you I'd be perfectly fine going to jail if I had to, if it meant that that person was uh, no longer with a heartbeat or was, you know, uh, well, I, I forget what the verse is in the Bible, but uh, it's talk, it talks about the taking innocence from a child and how God would rather you have a, a millstone, which is a very heavy rock, basically, um, tied to your neck and you just dropped 
uh, to the bottom of the ocean to drown. And I personally agree with that and would use the same method and would not have any guilt on me whatsoever uh, for doing something like that, especially to my child, sibling, uh, close friend, or really even anyone I didn't know. Um, there's been multiple cases. Uh, I think Junko Furuto was a Japanese girl. And I'm not going to go into the context of that, but that was a very horrible case of stuff like that. And I would very easily, uh, her, her killers and, uh, slash rapists slash just people that hurt her were like the main, uh, perpetrators were actually released after a short period of time. And I, that's like one of those cases where I'd be perfectly fine, like basically hunting each one of them down and making sure that they didn't do it ever again. Uh, another one was Sylvia Likens, who was absolutely tortured. Uh, they actually made a movie or two movies about her. Uh, one was an American crime and the other was, I think the girl next door, which uh, are both like <laughs> R-rated movies, just giving the story of it. And I've seen reviews on them and neither one of them uh, go into like, or give any visual detail of just how horrible it was based on any reports I've read or podcasts that have actually talked about it. But yeah, like it, it's very dark and very disgusting, really. And the thing that there's people out there that would be willing to do that or really just like lack the conscience to do that, just, you know, it gives you the thought of, yeah, no, I would have no guilt, like watching the life drain out of the person's eyes because you know i almost at that point i don't really even mentally call you a person like ted bundy boy like murdered 30 different people okay he did that but like that's almost i'd almost rather like i almost can't look down on that any more than someone who's kept someone in their basement and done like things that where you you rather die at that point and no i'm not like advocating for ted bundy i also think that he's someone that should you know just just rot in a cell it might just starve to death i'm perfectly fine with that anywho enough with torture and all the dark and dirty stuff back to what i meant and it was men's emotions all right so men's emotions uh they're suppressed i think that we should not necessarily be more open about them. I wouldn't just tell men, oh yeah, be more vulnerable. You gotta, you gotta, you can't always be so tough. Like, no, if, if you're person, like I said, me personally, I don't feel as comfortable with being vulnerable or telling people about my issues. If I have an issue, I typically keep it to myself. I pray about it. Um, I don't really tell people if something's bothering me and which I might be kind of like telling a white lie then, but it, it I do a lot better on my own with an issue than I do talking to other people about it. Um, in the main sense that I typically, it, it typically warrants some sort of sympathy and I don't like sympathy and I don't ever assume, think that it should warrant sympathy, mainly in the fact that I just, I'm one of the, Oh, well people, there's some people that have it harder than me, um, kind of theory. And yeah, I get that. It, that doesn't like make any of my issues just like, uh, it's the word like justified, but personally, just it, I could have, I could really just get through most stuff without any other people's help. But I think there are a lot of people, I, I, I think we should normalize like sort of looking after men's health more than we do. And the fact that like we just sort of ignore it. And well, no, we don't even ignore it, we put it down like we tell men to be tough. And yes, men should be tough 
Uh, but there's only really there's only a certain extent that you can go to where it's like, okay, you're you're really just like preying on men. Oh, which reminds me, uh, I was actually having a conversation about this, and I was trying to think back to the conversation because that's how I really got on this topic. But I was talking to somebody, and apparently at their this person's college, the girls like to go around and lead guys on, like just because they can, and then they'll just sort of leave them or ghost them or whatever and it, like quote unquote break their heart and whereas that wouldn't happen to me because i i personally just am not a person with uh, for that kind of relationship anymore oh not that i ever really was but i tried it out and it failed more or less miserably uh but that's not the point like yeah no there's people that will quite literally just prey on more or less the innocence of a guy like oh yeah i'm going to get the attention that i want by making a guy think i'm interested in him and then at the last second psych oh yeah i hurt your feelings now you're gonna be depressed for the rest of the semester or maybe not really and uh i find those people entertaining too because i've dealt with the people that more or less like are trying to get attention from me so they uh like tell me all their problems or they are trying or or if it's a female you know trying to break my heart make me all shit I, I i find it funny because i'm a very nonchalant person so like if someone did try and lead me on i would probably joke with them more than they could handle and it would probably leave them with the sense of defeat and i would laugh and be like haha you failed you're evil get out of my life um not really but sort of Anywho, yeah, so I think we should be a little bit more, A, understanding, B, uh, em empath empathetic, yeah, empathetic would be the word, empathetic of men's health, especially in the case where it's a, what, a guy in his 70s who just lost his mother um, get irritated over a small subject, uh, which, which kind of I can really relate to, because... I don't really get sad or angry as much as I get frustrated. When I get frustrated, I don't get emotional. I get more like scattered. I, I can't really keep a thought well and I'll end up doing the exact things I don't want to do. Uh, this happened a lot when I first started driving a tractor back when I was working at Taylor's um, like a year ago. Yeah, no, almost a year. Wow, sorry, been almost a year. Reminiscent. Anywho, um, where I'd like make a mistake and it would stress me out that because I, I can be a perfectionist at times and the OCD gets me and someone would like call me out on it. And the, the guy that I was working with, his name was John, and he was a Delta India, India Charlie Kilo. Uh, I'm not translating that, so figure it out on your own. But he, he just wasn't the nicest. And anytime you messed up, you would very much let you hear it or he just sort of give you this like look of disapproval and whenever it did it would kind of be like ah you idiot jacob come on you can do better than that you know like yeah okay now i just got to focus more and like i'd like hyper focus on stuff and then i just screw up even more throughout the day just because I, I would get stressed and frustrated so that's more my issue and i think that's where i would relate where it's like i i wouldn't i might not like get frustrated and like uh well no i think i would do exactly what king charles did where i you know if i dropped my phone afterwards i'd probably like pick it up and like kick a rock or something or something or mumble to myself because i was irritated um but yeah that that's the point anywho this has been a really short 45 minutes 
I don't know why these always seem so much shorter than the time gives me. Uh, the music at the beginning of this, and of in the beginning of the last episode, and at the end of this, and at the end of the last episode, and really pretty much just any episode from now on, at least till next season when I get some more music, um, it, it was different from that first episode you heard. This was by my good friend Charles Wade. Uh, like I said, I haven't edited any of this yet, so I... I've I've heard it like once because I sampled it, but there, there was no music at the beginning of this for me, so it's it's kind of funny to see that perspective. <clears throat> I'm really very much losing my voice, so yeah. But anywho, um, it's it's been a day. It's been a good Sunday. It's been a good week. Uh, if anybody has any suggestions on what I should talk about, or would like to sort of be a guest on this show, hit me up. Uh, my Instagram, I guess I should, oh, I should probably start telling people about that. Okay, well, I need to set up an email, but my Instagram is uh, at Jacob underscore Scheidel, like S-H-Y-T-L-E. So now you know my last name. You should, you should totally follow me on there and see the, the funny or retarded, I guess is more of the word, stuff I do on there. Typically on my story, you'll see me trash Carter and you'll get context to Trash and Carter, uh, which is actually a very big masculinity war between me and him that started back when I was at Taylor's. It was a kind of like, oh, I could, I can sell this many plants or, oh, I can lift this big of a plant into the back of someone's car. And now it's gotten to the point where it's like, oh, you need air to, to live? How feminine of you or, or whatever. And it's all just good fun, but it's, it's hilarious. It's fun. It's enjoyable. Um, he's like one of my best friends, if not like my best friend, just cause I don't really have a big circle and I tend to keep my, uh, friends close and, uh, hang out with, you know, that small circle cause it's a lot less stressful than a bunch of like nobody friends. You don't want nobody friends. So don't have nobody friends. Anywho. Yeah, there's that. So you should follow me. I have a lot of profound and Phyllis, Phyllis, what is it? philosophical, 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 right? Or, yeah, esophagus? No, phil, no, yeah, okay, I'm tired. Yeah, a bunch of, like, uh, captions in there with a bunch of really cool pictures that I take, uh, which reminds me, I went on, like, this walk in, like, this nature preserve down here in Winter Havens called Circle B Bar, and I took a bunch of cool pictures, mainly of gators, because there was a lot of gators, let's see. I'm actually going to go through here and describe the pictures uh, for my outro. So, let's see. It started, I saw a turtle, and then I found some lantana, which I, which the reason I took a picture of it is because, like I said, I used to work in a nursery, so lantana is something we sold. But before that, I found a wax myrtle. I couldn't think of the name of a wax myrtle. I was, what it was called. Well, eventually my grandfather looked it up and found out, and I was like, oh yeah, and I got frustrated. Because it had been a really long time since I've been in the nursery. But yeah, so I found some lantern. I put it in my mouth like it's a rose and pretended to be all sexy and stuff. And took a picture of that. And then I found a, a, I forget, a blue heron, I think is what it's called. Uh, we also just call these kinds of birds George because it's funnier. Uh, I found a spider. I hate spiders. I love snakes, but I hate spiders. Um, but they, they're, they don't mess with me enough to not take a picture of it. So I took a picture of that. There's a gator looking at me. Looks like he wanted to eat me. Then there was an even bigger gator, like five feet away. Then we found another, uh, George, then another George. Uh, it, it was a really cool, like silhouette picture of his butt. 
and a really cool like uh, sun reflection on the clouds behind. Then I took a few pictures of the landscape, uh, some more pictures of George, got pretty close, found another gator, uh, another gator. There was like 12 gators out in the lake. My grandfather got some, well, some not so decent pictures of the gators like swallowing the fish they caught or whatever, or like just yawning. So yeah, a bunch of stuff like that. Anywho, that's been Thoughts with Jacob, or wait, no, All the Responses. That's the name of this podcast. So yeah, uh, I think this is, I, I think I'm getting better at these as I go along. So if, if I am, then uh, let me know. If I'm not, and you think, see ways uh, I can improve, let me know. And I will uh, make the attempt or just decide if I want to improve in such ways. So yeah, uh, I guess I will see you guys next week. And by see you guys next week, I mean you will hear my voice again next week. And hopefully I'm not as hoarse. So, um, <clears throat> I will see you guys later. Have a nice night. Oh, that, that, that.